What's up? This is Matt Franco. And this is Eric Dittleman. Welcome to Mind Over Magic. Episode 52. We did we're, it. We're rocking. A whole year. Can you believe it? We almost did it. We got like another hour to go. Then we can say we did it. Oh, yeah. Year there you go. Yeah. You don't want to celebrate too too soon. <laughs> special day today. It is a special day. We're having a fun time. And I am um, coming to you remotely from Massachusetts. Uh, I had to redo the whole studio setup. Uh, we, we travel with the board a little bit, but it's because we want to celebrate uh, not our 50th because that's a milestone, but 52 is a full year and 52 mm-hmm. is playing cards and we're a magic-y type podcast. <laughs> a little bit. How you feeling, Matt? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. Your setup's looking good. Yeah. Uh, how are you going to introduce what we're doing today? I mean, it's almost not even a guest because this is someone that's been on almost every episode in some way. <laughs> that is true. We do have a special guest joining me live in Massachusetts. One of the reasons I am home was to visit family. Uh, this is someone I've known my entire life. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. And uh, uh, jingle creator extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, I, let's welcome to the show my brother, Mark Dittleman. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I, I, if I could, could I please add the credit of Denzel Washington fan club presence? <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, I mean, first of all, guys, thanks for having me on. And, you know, congratulations on the 52 episodes of full year. It's quite an accomplishment. But if you are going to recap any kind of famous moments or or touch upon, that's one that just kind of floored me and probably a lot of the audience members, Matt. <laughs> I, I must have to say that probably one of the greatest actors of all time. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Guilty as charged, but I have now seen at least I've seen one Denzel movie. So okay, there I don't you go. think I can be chastised any longer. Hey, you know, you 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 uh, identified your mistake and you're you're developing yourself and educating yourself and just. <laughs> Nothing else you can do, so appreciate that. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely one of the highlights. I mean, uh, we we don't. I don't have anything like really planned per se in terms of. Like, I, I, it sounded like you did specific you, okay. highlights. <laughs> uh, I I guess you know just ones that t- come to the top of my head are like our Cobra Kai discussion, of mm. course. Uh, but of course, all like the other like. Uh, what what I always appreciate is like in the beginning half of our episodes, it's kind of our catch up. We're chatting as always, but then we always dive in later into those deeper topics, those like um, those like more intellectual, like how how we run our businesses, how how things are, productivity and such like that. So uh, you know, I think uh, other highlights you know come to mind. Obviously, are our memory one, and if I continued doing the memory practice, I would have more highlights fresh <laughs> in my mind <laughs> for a year of doing these podcasts you wouldn't need the shared document you yeah. just remember everything you talked about there were a couple of highlights that are sort of rare because there were two, two standout episodes that were different than all the others do you know what i'm referring to uh, our other guests our yeah. other special guests yeah we had yeah uh, out of 52 episodes well 50 yeah 52 episodes mm-hmm. there were really only technically three guests yeah that's true mark yeah, you're right? our third guest yay <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we had michael kent and jacob williams that was fun as well we're, we're gonna do more guests in the future you know trying which to figure we, that out. We're fa- we famously say that 
Yes. And then we don't do it. It's just, (laughs) we'll get around to it at some point. And I I appreciate, guys, that you consider me like an ancillary member of the podcast because it's funny. We have family Mm -hmm. that listen to each episode. Yeah. They go like, oh, the kids love listening to you and Eric on there. I'm like, I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> I, I did some jingles. I'm not actually on it. So, But I appreciate that you think I am. Okay, great. It's because they hear your voice yeah, they every hear time. Me, they hear yeah. my voice. But. That's so awesome. That is yeah. so cool. Yes. Well, yeah, we love having you on every episode. Hey, no problem, man. Well, I, you I are think on it. We should do a little bit like we did with our other two guests is like what we know as your background. Hopefully you'd know quite a lot about well, me we'll, as my brother, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. You grew up in like Westboro, Massachusetts. Yes. That's right. Now, that was the ding, one ding, that ding. I could have done. Why yeah. didn't you let me do <laughs> yeah. that one? Yeah. Give, give, yeah, give, guy, give, uh, give ahead, Matt man. the layups. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, Matt? Go that, ahead. that was my, that was mine. You took oh, mine. Okay. <laughs> um, you went. Uh, you you went to school. Uh, any guesses? We like to make it up if we don't know, Matt. So I know, but any? You guess? mean college? Yeah. Or what are we college. talking about? Where did Mark go to college? Hmm. Make a guess, and we'll, he'll correct hmm. us. If, uh, I mean, I know it too, but <laughs> I, I don't know. This okay. isn't the trivia part no, of the show. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ithaca. <laughs> close. That was me. I mean, it was, no, in, I know uh, that was, it was in New York. It was in uh, not that close, but an hour similar away. region. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. I think we're just going to have to say it. You went to uh, Syracuse. Syracuse University. <laughs> Go Orange. Ah, yeah. Ah, and gotcha. you studied communications. Studied communications. Dinosaur barbecue. Dinosaur barbecue. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Went okay. there uh, quite often. Just a stone's pitch from Lemoyne College. Yeah, that's where my wife went to college. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's all coming together. Yeah, that's one of the funny stories. We went to college at the same time in the same city, never met each other until after wow. we moved back to Massachusetts. So we all know the same spots around Syracuse, which is it's pretty cool when we go back. Yeah. I have another bio biographical thing about Mark as well. Mm-hmm. Um, movie expert. Yeah, yes, thank you. Good. And I like president to say, of Denzel's fan I like club. to say self-proclaimed cinemaniac. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and we, we can tr- you, you stopped doing the podcast, but you, people yeah. can go back and listen to old episodes. That's that- true. Yeah, I used to have a podcast called the Five Dollar Bin Podcast um, with my co-host Rick and Brian, and the concept of of it, it and it ran for five years. And the concept was we used to go back and watch rewatch movies we watched as a kids to see if they still held up. And sometimes I love that. Sometimes they did, and then sometimes your favorites. We're better left in the past. <laughs> were there, sir, were there, would you remember if you guys did episodes on movies, if I asked? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Doubtfire? Did you do Doubtfire? Didn't do Mrs. Doubtfire. We tried okay. to avoid ones we knew would, would, would still hold up. Like we knew oh. Mrs. Doubtfire would, would be phenomenal. It's a classic. Props but, to you for knowing that right off the bat. But for Matt, <laughs> for Matt's sake, we did do Karate Kid. Oh, then I've probably heard it. <laughs> we should have had you as a guest. If I, I didn't know your love and your passion. By the way, you guys, your talks and your passion did get me into Cobra Kai. Oh, good. Like, of course. And oh, that's good. awesome. And then I yeah. became a fanatic yeah. about it, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so yeah I, I, was I didn't know us talking about it helped get you into that. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. are you well versed on all three karate? Ki- well, one, two, and three, as well as the next karate. Kid. I am well very versed. On? Probably not as much as you. I'd say definitely okay. more than Eric. 
Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I just rewatched them. I know them now. Okay. All well, three are coming to Netflix. If you ever need to brush up, they're coming in like okay, a month or two, or two. So if you, you need to brush up on Terry Silver, because he's going to be in the new season. Like Matt, <laughs> that was like a pinnacle point of my life. That was the sweet spot, Karate Kid 3, of mm-hmm. my adolescence. Like, I saw that in the theater. So Ooh. that's the one oh. I always had the most memories with, was that's Karate awesome. Kid 3. <laughs> You know, you definitely dated you, yourself. I know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit older. I'm a bit older than uh, than these hosts here. But uh, I was waiting for a friend to pick me up, and I was sit, sitting outside on my front stoop, and I was doing karate moves, waiting to be picked up and go to the theater because I was so excited to see Karate Kid Three. So yeah. one of my good friends, his name is Pat, uh, has like a karate gi, and we we he was one a roommate of mine in college, and. One day he decided he was going to go out in the street and do kata in his karate. <laughs> nice. And he doesn't do karate. That's funny. But he was going to do kata imitating the movie. And like <laughs> a few hours later, this is a true story. He orders a pizza and the the pizza delivery guy comes up to the door and he and Pat thinks it's funny. He's going to answer the door in his gi, mm-hmm. which he does. And the pizza guy, I kid you not, verbatim goes, hey. You're that guy I saw out there doing kata earlier. <laughs> and he called it out correctly, too. That's what he was doing. call it out correctly, yes. Wow. <laughs> I do have to attribute as well. I think you touched upon this in your discussions as in the past, but definitely with your recaps and getting into Cobra Kai, I think Eric mentioned that we had the Karate Kid game for the Nintendo. Oh, yeah. And you always had the, the option. You could be Daniel or you could be, and this was like hot off of when Karate Kid 2 came out, you could be chosen. And I didn't remember that was the name of the character. So I was like, who is this chosen guy you can be besides Daniel? But um, but it's also after you select him, he's like chosen. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> so he was like chosen. A confusing thing. Yeah. You've he, chosen, chosen. You had the option to choose <laughs> chosen. Yeah, I remember that version. Yeah, because there were scenes that were like in Japan, like yep. when you had to avoid that swinging. And the ice thing. blocks. And the, yeah, yeah exactly. yes, the ice blocks. Yeah. Uh, now, just to go on a video game tangent for a second, everyone knows Nintendo. But I also had a system called the Master System. Yeah, Master System. I don't You're remember familiar this with one that? at all. I'm familiar with it. We didn't have it. Okay, um, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like no one knows about it. But that had a Karate Kid, Karate Kid game as well. And I just remember one of the bosses, you could beat them by just backing up all the way and just hitting like C over and over again. Yeah. And that was like the only way to beat them. It was so hard. That was kind of the setup of a lot of games. You just had yeah. to smash the buttons over and <laughs> over, get them trapped yeah, exactly. in the corner. <laughs> the, the new Mortal Kombat movie that came out like referenced those cheap moves because one of the Mortal Kombat ones that people did was like the sweep the leg almost where oh, you're, right. you're just doing the under uh, like down and whatever low kick over and over again. Yep. Yeah, they actually included it in the movie. They're like, stop just doing that over and over. Right, again. right, 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 right. <laughs> That could oh, easily be awesome. stopped. Yeah, it's very <laughs> yeah. funny. It's very funny. Uh, but yeah. uh, what other points uh, to bring up? Obviously, you got an improv and ba- uh, background in improv. I, I do, said it yeah. backwards. Uh, you got a background in improv. And improv. one of the reasons I got into improv was because of you. Um, you know, when I was in middle school, you were the high school coordinator of the improv team, yep. and then you continued doing it through college. And uh, you know, I kind of just followed in your footsteps. And now you uh, run, you know, Natick Improv here yep. in Massachusetts as well yeah i co-run natick improv we've uh been you know who's offered workshops and performances for anyone interested obviously quarantine and covid has been touched you know tough but we kept it going through virtual options kept doing virtual workshops 
pretty much throughout, and we're beginning to talk about going back in person, but uh, still a little ways off on that, you know, the coordination of that, but we've 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 stayed afloat a little bit, so uh, that that's good that we've been able to to keep doing that. Yeah. How does an improv workshop differ from an improv improv class, or are they the same thing? It's the same thing. A workshop okay, is gotcha. basically the term for a class, except we're not. You know, a class kind of implies like we're just talking at you, we're just teaching mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. A workshop, you're involved. You're you're doing it yourself. You're immediately learning things and implying it right there. Um, it's, it's I would more, like to do a workshop at some point. Yeah, I've yeah. it's more open an and participatory. I also know. think there's more or of a class. curriculum with a class, and you're doing more like drop-in, so anyone can yeah, kind of show style, up, yeah. and they don't have to be there for every single session, it's but they session, can just kind yeah. of play and yeah. see what game's there and what things you can learn while you're there. And a so. term workshop can kind of – it could vary, but that's the way we do it because mm-hmm. we like to open up to, to – you know, different levels, but you can't have a workshop that's like, here's this level, you know, this is what you're going to learn. But as mm-hmm. we're trying to be inclusive of all types of experience levels, that that's kind of the way we handle it. Gotcha. One, cool. l- one last biography point, and I would be uh, remiss to miss this one with you is Mark is a bit of a, a beer baron. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I did know this. Yes. <laughs> Uh, one of your hobbies is to check out every brewery possible. <laughs> it's, it's my lifelong mission. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, uh, here, here's a trivia for Matt. I recently stopped, uh, in, and this was a big thing during quarantine, just to get out of the house was to, our, our two things we would do as a family, I am married and have a two-year-old daughter, uh, we would get out of the house and would either go order beer to go from a, a faraway brewery to go check it out and kind of hop in the car, or we do... As I know Eric does as well, I uh, like to check out roadside attractions that are bizarre that we can kind of stop by, sometimes combining both. Yes, but, I, um, I got you onto that app. And you if did, anyone wants yes. to check it out, Roadside America app. It's got all the weird stuff on, on the side of the road that you want to check out. So I recently, awesome. uh, now that we, you know, were a, travel restrictions were lifted recently, past couple months, got to go to uh, Matt's home state, Rhode Island, could go back over there. Uh, we hit up a new brewery, and uh, can you take a random guess, Matt, as to what number brewery that is I have visited in my what lifetime? Number? Like yeah. how, ma- how like many? Literally, how, just like the how many different ones? How many different yeah. ones? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. It sounds like you've been to hundreds. Yeah, I mean that you you pretty much nailed it. I just hit number two hundred. So wow, that was, yeah. wow there you go, yeah, number two hundred. But we won't talk about the number of different beers you had. No, we're not going to talk about much that. Higher. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. per beer. But uh, let's catch up. What did you do this weekend, Matt? How how was your uh, your time? I mean, we're we're on a shorter shorter week here because we're recording earlier since I'm flying away later this week. But oh, uh, but I've been living life for the cast for sure. Oh, good, good. We're gonna get t-shirts <laughs> of that phrase eventually, hopefully. <laughs> um, the, here here in uh, in Vegas in Summerlin, which is a part of Vegas that I live in. Right. They have this music on the lawn thing, which I went to, which was really fun. They have bands come and it's free and families are there and they have games for the kids. And and uh, there was a band called Velvet Elvis, which was really good, Ooh. which I enjoyed. But while they were setting up to play, I was in line to get a beer myself. Oh, nice. Oh. Okay. So I'm I in, probably I'm... had it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the people in front of me, it's two women, maybe just a, a, around our age. And uh, they have like a large dog that was adorable. So I'm petting the dog mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah, as you do. 
So there starts to be a little bit of a communication between me and these two girls. And uh, so we're, we're just chatting briefly, but mostly I'm just petting the dog. And there's music playing while the band is setting up. And it's Eagle Eye Cherry, Save wow. Tonight. Whoa. Okay. Now, it's just kind of in the background. One of the girls realizes she notices, knows the song when the chorus comes in. Mm-hmm. And she gets excited and goes, stay tonight. <laughs> and I couldn't resest. I shouldn't have done it. But I said, I know what he did. I said, you're close. It's safe tonight. (laughs) And I felt like a horrible person immediately. Matt, no, 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 no. Do not, do not be ashamed of that. The same thing you did is the same thing I do when I hear, hey, uh, that what's that actor's name? He's in this. That if I see hear someone walking by, I can't help but answer <laughs> it for them. <laughs> I can't listen to someone just rack their brain and be like, "Who is that guy?" I have to tell them so they know. Right, I'm, but isn't there like a little bit of like uh, etiquette where it's like it, they want to come up with it on their own and like think about oh, no, it she, eventually? She thought she but did she, though. She, she was yeah. she, she was, was just saying, wrong. She was just yes, wrong. Yeah. Right. She said, "Stay tonight." So excited. And I feel like I crushed her dreams. And then it looked like she was uncomfortable. And then as the, as the song continued, she was listening to the lyrics. And then she's trying to, like, justify it. Like, oh, you know, stay tonight makes more sense, blah, blah, blah. And I felt so bad. I was like, yeah, you're right. It totally does. From now on, I'm just going to say stay tonight, too. Yep. And it didn't make it any better. Now, that was I'm it. hoping she recognized you so that <laughs> the story for her oh, no. then becomes... How was your weekend? Well, you know, uh, AGT winning magician who has his own show at the link. He had to correct my lyrics. I was wrong. And now I'm never going to go to his magic show. (laughs) (laughs) I felt badly about it, but I couldn't I couldn't help it. If I was in the same situation again. I'm not sure I would do it differently. Maybe I would. Maybe I learned from this. Eric, would you have done this? Because it sounds like Mark would have. So yeah. I <laughs> think I'm probably in your boat as well. When it's really? I, when it's something I know is true, I have to correct it. You know, uh. I, like like I understand like trying. Like I said earlier, like people wanting to come up with their own. There's some self gratification when you're able to come up with your own trivia question or whatever or trivia answer. But like if someone's just blatantly wrong, it's like I want to. I want to jump in. I I remember a story when I was at a trivia night, a pub trivia night, and like you know, everyone does the common English uh, Americanized version of um, Vincent Van Gogh's name is how people say it. But I I don't know, maybe I was a little tipsy, but like every time she said his name in the question, I just shouted out like the official like what is it Dutch version yeah. or how it's supposed to be pronounced. I was like, it's Van Gogh, and my whole team's <laughs> like, shut up, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a bit of a different scenario as we were talking of because like when I do that, sometimes the people are appreciative because like the name's on the tick- tip of their tongue, right? Oh, so, they're like, oh, yeah, so, what yeah. is it? Yeah, what mm. is it? Like you you took like a fundamental that they thought it was and shook them to their core that they had to reevaluate <laughs> the way they were thinking it all this time. You changed their <laughs> worldview. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> now, Mark, would you correct it if someone's like, oh, yeah, Denzel, Oregon, you have to step in and say oh, Washington. Oh, in that scenario, totally. Come on. Okay. I mean, okay. Denzel, Oregon is in some, you know, indie film. But he's definitely not as famous <laughs> as Denzel Washington. I mean. Yeah, he's just slow, slightly lower state yeah. of acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Denzel I Washington was in Fences, 
and Denzel Oregon was in Gates. It's different. Uh, yeah, it's like is the, Gates a real movie. No, it's, okay, it's, probably is. They're all the straight to DVD version. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the Walmart version. Instead of know. Transformers, you get the Transmorphers. It's like that's a movie that came out. <laughs> it is. That's a real one. That is a real one. Um, well, that's fun. That seems like you were you you know embarrassed yourself a little bit, but um, yes, I did. That's fine. We live and we learn. Yeah, um, I did that, and then the big resorts were all opening, which I touched yeah. on last week. Fantastic! I saw your pictures and your stories, and that looked it was like something wild. else. Yeah, no one had any information about it, which I think I told you last right. week. Right, you had this um, random box sent to you that had an iPad for an invitation, and no clue what was, the night was going to be like. Right, right, and no one knew anything about it officially or unofficially. Uh, there were jokes about how it's—is this even happening? Um, but anyway, I race over after my show to check it out. Um, Tiana was there during the show just so she could get settled in because we stayed overnight. They have right. a room for us oh, the nice. whole night. But we get there and they put us in these orange bracelets. Mm. And we're walking around at the pool area because that's where the event is happening at this point. Um, and I don't see anyone else with orange bracelets. Nobody. Oh, so weird. Like, do I have the wrong bracelet or is this just super exclusive? Oh. And this gets me access to something that I don't know yet. Or just someone wanted to keep tabs on you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A long story short, we spend an hour walking around trying to figure out what the orange bracelet went. I'm asking, you know, the, the bouncers, so to say, what does this mean? Nobody has any idea. So <laughs> they we just actually never out. found out. They just ran out of the color of the other bracelets. They're like, oh, we just got these orange ones left, I guess. There was black, gold, <laughs> red. Uh, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. No one knew. So we just decided we were going to try to use it to go anywhere we wanted. But it was a super fun time. It was... Uh, yeah, describe some of the like the visuals because there was one where you were like... Uh, like the champagne thing was very funny. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. so cool. Uh, Basically. So yeah, tell yeah. us about that. <laughs> there was just like uh, you're standing in front of all this shrubbery and there's a bell that says ring for champagne and you ring this big bell and then all of a sudden a gloved hand comes through with a flute. Is that the right term? Yeah, oh, champagne oh, yeah. flute. Yeah. <laughs> and and wow. also weird because these two people on either side are that were like kind of like just standing they're kind of uh, were what were they had like flower heads, like giant domes over their heads or something like that. Yeah, their head was round, like almost it almost looked like something like a, a, a DJ would wear on their head. Yeah, if that makes sense. But I don't know how they could see or anything. It was just a round thing of flowers. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, bizarre, it was very surreal. Cool. Like you were in like this weird Dali painting or whatever. But um, so it was a champagne yes. machine. No, no, it was an oh. actual human. Oh, it was a human. It's a human oh, there was someone comes out of the I, shrubbery. I was, picking, I was picturing a robotic arm coming out. And in that case, I, I was mean, like, I got to get one of those machines. But <laughs> the only reason I can say for sure that it was a human because uh, one of my friends that I bumped into there, who was working something for the event, knew the champagne people. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and I've I've seen something similar at like some of these event. Um, like conferences I've been to where like they have a wall with like little like squares or like little doors or like little slots. And like, it's just like random people's hands and all you see are hands waving or handing invitations or giving, you know, like you're saying champagne flutes, but it's like, those people are stuck behind that wall the whole the night, mm -hmm, <laughs> just yeah. like ready beck and call. And then it goes on your resume. It's I almost, was a hand on the wall. It's almost <laughs> like the way you tell the story about your grandma doing the card tricks. 
you know, in oh, your show, yeah. right? Yeah, not unlike that. Very true. You've got the uh, the black curtain, and she's sticking her hand through. <laughs> Speaking of card tricks, I got to witness card tricks while at the event. There was a ro- there was at least one roving magi. Oh, did you know him? No, uh, oh, no, no. But he came over and and demonstrated. Some, I asked if he would show us some magic. I mean, he knew that I was a magician and uh, was just like saying hello. But I was like. I we're we'll be good audience members. I would like to see some you're magic. Like, you're like I like magic. Yes, <laughs> kind of my career. <laughs> well, also in my head, I was helping him. Like yeah. in my head, if you're you know, I don't know how long he had to rove for, mm-hmm. but let's say he was strolling for like three hours. I mean, that's a lot right. of time, and you never want to feel like you're just like wandering around aimlessly. You want to look busy all the time. So mm-hmm. I figured I would give him some. Yeah. Absolutely. Like a, you know, whenever you find a good group, you want to stay with them. Am right. I wrong? That's You've true. done this. Yeah, a yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. You want to stay with them if they're reacting well. It like, you know, it definitely makes it more fun. And it looked like you said, it looks like you're you're busy, you know, because if you're walking around like that, they, the approach is the hardest part about that. Yeah, around. the worst part's yeah. the in between. Yeah. And like going up to strangers, but like, do you want to see magic? Right. No, but then I'll I, keep moving. <laughs> but then I realized I think he, he didn't he didn't have that trait that we're talking about like he was very aggressive and like like eager to like show magic to as many people Mm -hmm. as possible so i was probably just holding him up from like you know getting to paris hilton or wherever he was going next sure who was a dj i saw in your your instagram story they had like a projector on the side of the building and then all the djs and stuff like that man this matt i'm starting to think you're a dj person now having two weeks in a row just seeing DJs. <laughs> I, I bumped into Aoki at the event. Did, <laughs> did he know who you were this time? We, we, we did. We caught up a bit. We, we exchanged oh, good. information. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tiesto was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Hilton's a DJ. Did you know that? Yeah, only from your Instagram story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then as the night sort of uh i, I never it was it was great a lot of you know uh ufc fighters Bob, mike tyson was there lots of big names but at the end of the night since the hotel is like just opening we were starving tiana and i are starving and uh no no restaurants open like just very few restaurants right. open right. so we went to the convenience store and bought like three bags of chips and then went up to the room Oh, there you go. <laughs> what a meal. <laughs> but it was a heck of a night. It was that a crazy sort of uh, experience. They had girls on the sway poles. Are you, you know sway poles? Um, it's a circusy thing. Those those are kind of the things that are in like Mad Max Fury Road where they're like on the end they're of a pole just over going. The vehicles. Walk, yeah, what yeah, is Mad going. Max? What is Mad Max? This is a movie. Mad Max is a movie. So there's Tell a, me, tell okay. me. I'll let my brother take it away. So <laughs> movie trivia. <laughs> it's a it's it began as an Australian trilogy. It was like post apocalyptic. It's kind of one of the the movie franchises that made Mel Gibson a star. Um, he was oh. this rogue hero, uh, loner, Mad Max, and then they recently, a few years back, made a remake, or, or it was kind of a sequel, reboot with uh, Tom Hardy called Mad Max Fury Road, which is... Uh, and Charlie's Theron. She, Charlie's Theron, yeah. Now, Mel Gibson, he's like an action actor. Sometimes, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's kind of his, his niche, but he's he does other things, too. Was he in the, the rom-com What Women Want? Yes, yes. 
That's what I yes. know him from. Yep, yep. <laughs> of all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be, to be fair with Mel Gibson, there are worse things to know yes, him for. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad if that's what you know of him, then that's and, good. And I'm not even talking movies. That's actually a good movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, it actually is. You know, it's a, a quote-unquote chick flick, but I, I oh, liked yeah. it. It was good, yeah. yeah. I think there was a sequel of like what men want. Or it was a, yeah, it was like on. a reboot yeah, with yeah. Uh, uh, Taraji P Henson, I believe. Yeah. I actually saw. Yeah, I scrolled by that on like Hulu or Netflix, one of those things, and I was like, oh, I wonder if it's connected. So yeah, yeah. it's just like the the opposite gender swap take on it, pretty much. Nice. Now, Matt, this is why sometimes I think I should go first of like what I did this weekend, because by comparison to your crazy world resort. Uh, uh, it won't live up to it, but we did have a good time because I, oh, one of the it's reasons, been a fun weekend. one of the reasons I came home from Massachusetts, uh, to see family, but also to celebrate one of our mutual friends, uh, me and my brother's friend, Rick's birthday, 40th surprise birthday. We went to, can you guess, big surprise, a brewery. Nice. <laughs> I didn't have a hand in the planning. Either. No, you just didn't. Coincidentally. Yes. And, uh, but it was a lot of fun. This place is called Tackle Box in Marlboro, Massachusetts. And, uh, they have this whole back area that's just games. So there's like cornhole, uh, you know, large um, uh, connect Jenga. four, Jenga. You and I played darts. We played darts, yep. air hockey. There were pool tables. There's even a movie room. Yeah. Like it was kids. It was its own like kind of Dave and Buster's. Yeah, it was <laughs> in, in its own way. And I realized I am. I used to be really good at like lawn games, but I, this pandemic has made me so rusty. I was terrible at cornhole. <laughs> It was really? the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like I the bags were coming back to me somehow, defying physics. Like, I don't know. It's something about how far they were from each other and the grip on the bags. But uh, also living in the city, how yeah. much access to a yard do you have? Well, there's often? like uh. there's beer gardens and stuff like that, but yeah. because of New York being condensed, our our ranges for cornhole right. distance was very much it's much smaller than, you know, like it was like half a football field, it felt like we right. were. even got to <laughs> practice the day before at the hit new exciting game that I had in my backyard called Battle Bags, which is, which is also a beanbag-based game. Yeah, that like with little buckets, and you throw them, and they landed buckets. But those were easier to throw. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you mean buckets? It was like like a giant beer pong almost. No, it's. Have you ever played ladder golf? Yeah, I love ladders. Okay, so imagine like there's little buckets on the different rungs, and you're just throwing beanbags into them for different point. Scores. Got it. So, so got it. It's okay. kind of like skee ball, but when the bag lands in the bag basket, you can actually knock your opponent's uh, bean bag out if you like hit the the basket in the right way that it like spins around or down the rung or whatever. Or down the rung. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Can we can, can we all agree ladders is one of the best yard games? That's a great one. I love that one. Yeah. Better or worse than cornhole? Hmm. Different skill set. Okay, so don't you don't even. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. I think that. I mean, we we did a dude cathlon. The one, dude cathlon <laughs> once. Twice. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, where it was all lawn games, and you know, while while having while a drinking. beer. <laughs> <laughs> or Let's several. be honest here. You had they, uh, they had to be involved in every single game. Yeah, there was like an obstacle course where we were holding like full mugs of beer, and then by the end, you had to like 
chug your whatever you had left you know yeah. if it didn't fall out yeah yeah and you had penalties if like you lost most of your beer mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a fun one with a frisbee and there's like a tiki torch or something with a oh, beer uh, bottle on it polish horseshoes yeah i don't know if that's the i don't know if that's the official like pc name that's, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but that's, that's how i know it is yeah. too yeah <laughs> i like that game a lot i think we played that when we did the fireworks night yes with your buddies marshfield or um yeah Gosh, yeah. is that Marshfield? I, I think, think it so. was for the yeah. 3rd of July big party. Yeah, when we also, you bring your own fireworks to the beach and just everyone <laughs> launches them and it's like you're dodging fireworks. This hey, that day's coming safe. up. It's coming up in a few days if <laughs> you want to go. I mean, I'll be, I have a show, but you know, I could still get you into Marshfield. You're, clo- you're already close by. You could get me to the beach. I have to bring my own fire- uh, fireworks. <laughs> um, the PC I think you guys should- might be... <laughs> Bottle battle, we'll oh, say. Yeah, <laughs> you should both come out here at some point. Yeah, because I'd love I don't, to. I could be wrong on this, but Diddleman, uh, Diddleman, I can't call you Diddleman, yeah, yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's two, we're both Diddlemans. <laughs> yes. on this. this is like when my mom uh, used to answer the phone back when people would call up and yeah. they'd be like, right. is, everyone called us growing up, uh, you know, especially my brother, Diddle. Right. And right. be like, hey, is Diddle home? And my mom would be like, we're all Diddles here. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was that was one of the famous stories as a sidetrack. I got asked to a dance. Yeah. And someone said, hey, is Diddleman there? And my dad said, which one? And she said, I don't know his first name. <laughs> oh, no. That is incredible. I mean, I was, the, I was the one in high school, so they just handed it to me, assuming that that was, you know, I at the time. I could have had dates in middle school. Yeah. I didn't, that, but I could have. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't believe Eric uh, Diddle. You've been to Gold Spike in Vegas. and Oh, I don't know what downtown. that is. Downtown. No. It's a bar. And they have outdoor games, but they're all jumbo size. So oh, it's let's like go. We're doing Enormous it. cornhole. Um, like, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like beer pong, but with like a kickball and trash bins. Yeah, like, that's great. Uh, and tetherball. They have all these like giant outdoor games. And it's a fun, um, hip, like outdoor uh, bar in downtown Vegas. And you guys, I think, would have a ball. That's well, right I'll up my alley. Have mm-hmm. to add it to my list for my upcoming Vegas trip. So we'll we'll see once I mm-hmm. finish. You have to also add Mark to your list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you might have to add it in time to sleep at some point. Oh yeah, just based upon all the things know, you're scheduling. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that out. Uh, but we have a, we have a lot more to uh, chat about. Uh, but I think it's that time oh. in the podcast, Matt. Uh, yeah, where uh, we do this. Uh, wait, we're actually going to, because we have them live, I'm not going to hit the button. We're going to do an acapella version Yes. of Diddle Me This. Let's take it away, Mark. Diddle me this, diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt Riddles? <laughs> that was it. Fantastic. I like it a lot. Beautiful. I've been waiting a year for that. (laughs) So I'm going to read two, uh, no, one one riddle to the both of you. And uh, if you know it, don't say it out loud, uh, but just let me know if you think you have an answer. And maybe we'll go back and forth to see who, who thinks what. So here's your riddle. The more of this there is, the less you see. What is it? That's the whole riddle. <laughs> One more time for our listeners who are trying to play along at home. The more of this you... Uh, I'll start again. Blah. The more of this there is, the less you see. What is it? 
I have an idea. I have, have an idea anything? too. Okay. All right. And who's Mine... more confident and who's less confident in there? I'm idea? less confident. Let's try I'm and not... mark first. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not super confident. I was just gonna say mine is in the realm of um, natural elements. Okay. Me too. Is yours? Me it too. It is yeah. as well. Yeah. Maybe okay. we're on the same page. Okay. Here. I want to hear both of you because I think you're both wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we're not. We're not locking in answers no, here. No, we're no, discussing. I want to hear what Matt has because I think we have. We might have the same thing. If you want to discuss, <laughs> I, I'll change the rules. If you want to discuss together and come up with an answer together, I'll let you do that. I just want to see if sense. we're on this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, oh I, I thought that's what we were doing. Were we supposed to be doing a um, like a contest? Yeah. Uh, that was originally just threw it out there, oh. like who was going to get it first. But yeah, work together. I think that's okay, better. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. Mark, what was your take first? So, I was thinking of what would be in the air that if there was more of, it would be hard to see. And I was, you want my answer? Yeah. I was leaning towards smoke. Okay. Oh, interesting. interesting. I in the same vein, but I was going to say fog. Yeah. Oh, Those are similar. Fog. Those are similar. They very, very much so. Yeah. The if more... the air gets thicker. The more smoke, if you have a forest fire, you can't see because you get all that fog or smoke you can't see. Okay, I see where you're going with both of this. These are both, I think, technically correct given the riddle. It's not the strongest riddle, I'll give you that, <laughs> because there okay. should have probably been more clues. Uh, in the same vein, I think, like, uh, s smoke, fog. Uh, Don't give clues yet. No, no, no. The snow would have been good too. Snow. So yeah, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna throw in see if I can make this riddle better right now okay. by adding Whoa, another wow. another layer to it. So can um, I can I tell you my backup answer before you do yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm fairly certain this is not it, but I also think it's factual. Cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> the more cataract. That's interesting. Uh, That's outside the box thinking. Again, not the answer I was I was looking the more, for. The more the more there is, the less yeah, you see. Hard to see. Is, is, it, is there mul multiple cataracts? Is that I can don't you quantify know. cataracts? You can quantify the amount. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like like uh, like a dog has it and then they have it worse. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, let's see how I can make this a better. I do have uh, a backup riddle. now too. Uh, oh, oh, just should just, we hear the backup? Just, first? just yeah. in the realm of. Uh, my brother Eric's uh, performance, uh, the more blindfolds you have, <laughs> the more duct tape, the less you can see. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the, okay, so the more of there, this there is, the less you see. So I will say it's not something physical or tangible or... Um, okay, hold on. And I, I think uh, this can, the, the, like, instead of outside, a lot of you are thinking, I'll also say this can apply to inside as well. I, I think... What do you mean indoors when you say inside? Yeah. Um, Mark, I just I think there might be a little wordplay happen. Not wordplay, but the less you see yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah. word choice there. Yeah. Yep. Um The more of this the more there is, the less you see. So say Yeah, I see time. what you're so, getting there, but so, I don't have a so I don't have an inspiration. <laughs> picture yourselves in like a room. Mm -hmm. Okay? I am in a room. Yes. So the more of this there is, the less you see. Um walls. <laughs> the more walls. What about like because yeah. we're indoors, we can't see outdoors like if there's more doors. I <laughs> <or laughs> <walls laughs> can't see. <laughs> We can't see the outdoors as well. I'll apply it to because you're you're trying to change it to less you can see outside. Yeah. So I would say this also applies to where you are inside as well. So the more of this there is, the less you can see also inside. Hmm. 
it's one of these weird like twisting things like tell me things that help you see glasses sure what else eyes yep what else telescope sure <laughs> binox yeah i mean those are all devices now like just a normal like what are some things that like how are you seeing us right now you know on our little zoom call you have to make sure you got a good sound what else you you can see the window if i had uh not turned this light? on yeah i was thinking light so okay. we have light right you got to oh, see with light oh yeah yeah my brother just hit it yeah. <laughs> see i was thinking that but then when we brought up when matt brought up uh cataracts and i brought up blindfolds i was like well darkness isn't that almost the same thing i felt it's like included it's yeah. included but I yeah like i was going in a different direction anything it's one of those things where it's one of those riddles that's kind of talking more about the negative space than the yeah. the, the, the the positive like what's what's the actual answer so it's like oh yeah more darkness the less yeah. you see hey so, you know what anyway. sometimes it gets dark when there's a lot of smoke Yes, <laughs> mm -hmm. I told you multiple uh, <laughs> ways to interpret this riddle, but that's why we have riddles to rack our brain and think outside the box, yes, which well, is well done. which is you both did that very well. And I gave you. Thank you. I gave you, you the you. dig. Thank you. Now, Matt, we have a special prize oh boy. for you, or a surprise for you. Um, now, Mark, do you want to cue this up? <laughs> so this has long been talked about, but the first time I put together the trivia theme, I, I was remember. promptly rejected by my brother who said, <laughs> it is too long. I can't play this. And I had to do an edited cut. So this is the original, which I am deeming much like the, the Justice League Snyder cut. This is the diddle cut <laughs> of, of the, the original, of, unedited. Of the trivia theme. Here we go. Matt picks up the question, then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wits. Will it be about magic? It's the point of the show. Or another karate kid, so it's out the window. Pressure, 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 trivia. Pressure, 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 trivia time. There it is. Wow. <laughs> it took 52 wow. episodes, but we finally got the long cut <laughs> on the air. <laughs> wow. It, it had a different flow to it, actually. Yeah, it did. It did. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, like, the shorter cut is a is much more smoother. I do agree. It's snappier. It gets the podcast rolling. <laughs> but I brought it, it did have a reference to magic and how you guys talk about Karate Kid a lot. So I yeah, thought that was appropriate. Yeah, but there were some production differences. Like <laughs> yeah, in the right. Yeah, yeah. The, during the Matt Picks Up the Question, the background music was slightly different there yeah. in the yeah, very yeah. beginning. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like you just, you didn't just edit it and shorten it. There was, no, there was yeah. actual changes. Yeah. It was, it was really bare bones uh, first crack, but... Uh, it, it, it was funnier. <laughs> it, it went it went through the recording process. Yeah, you know? exactly. He had it to was get mastered. His, and his, yeah, exactly. Capitol Records got involved. Yep. <laughs> so we we got to hear the real raw like uh, EP. Is that what you would call that? Or oh no, demo. Yeah, the yeah, the demo. demo. Yeah, the demo. You know, demo, demo. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad. I thought you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe that just happened. That's great. <laughs> Do you have a uh, trivia for us, Matt? Imagine after all that, I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> no, I, I got one. I went I went in the sports direction uh, this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not looking forward to this. How do we want to do this? So we're both going to come up with our answer. No one blurted out. Mm -hmm. 
maybe work together, you know? Okay. Okay. I feel like this is a, uh, yeah, I'm just going to ask it. I'm not going to give you choices because there okay. are two of you. Sure. Um, which American football team went the whole season undefeated, including the Super Bowl? Oh, I know the Pats were close to well, undefeated. The Pats lost it in the Super Bowl. That's the yeah, thing. They yeah. went undefeated all season in, what year was that? The one where they did the, the great escape with Eli and the Jets. Uh, the Giants won the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they lost yeah. the Super Bowl. Um, like 2004 around there. Jeez. No, 2000. I I have I have. We're collaborating, right? Yeah, we're collaborating. Green Bay Packers came to mind. Uh, that's a better guess than I would have had. I, I, the only thing I would be like, is this a gazemanship thing? Is Matt just going with his Dolphins? Did the Dolphins ever go undefeated? I don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, let me ask you this. Let me let me let me ask you this. Um. You mentioned the Pats going all the way and then losing in the Super Bowl. Yes. There is a uh, like a, a, a situation where that happened to a famous quarterback who, who never won the Super Bowl. Do you know who I'm referring to? Uh, it, would it be Dan Marino? It would be. Because yeah. <laughs> he yeah. famously never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> right. But he, his, for his rookie season, he went all the way, lost in the Super Bowl. Does that ring any bell to anything? Nah. Oh, that's whatever this team was that went all the way that beat him that beat Dan Marino. <laughs> it's a little simpler than that. Oh, I don't know. Do we not get choices? <laughs> I could give you choices if okay. you want them. Sure. The yeah, Baltimore Ravens. Okay. The Houston Oilers. Oh, wow. This was older. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Mm, it's on the table. The Atlanta Falcons. I mean, yeah, it's got to be either the Dolphins or the Oilers. The That's Oilers just seems like it has to be because it's like from the, whatever this time period match just alluded to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just feel the well, Oilers. The Ravens weren't around <laughs> back when I was thinking. And, you know, and, uh, Where did the Oilers move to? Like, I don't even know. The Oilers became the. Where did the Oilers go to? I, this, you know, I'm bad at sports, <laughs> Matt. This is why I'm into mind reading and. <laughs> Want to go with Oilers, Eric? I, I'll go with Oilers. We're going to go with I, Oilers. All right. I, I, I felt like it was a really solid clue by bringing up Dan Marino, who yeah. played for the Dolphins. Is it the Dolphins? The 72 Dolphins. Oh. <laughs> the only team in history. I thought that was a pretty known fact, but it might just be, you know. You know, maybe. I said the Dolphins knowing Matt, but I second-guessed yeah. and backtracked away. You brought it up, I and I was yeah. like, oh, get it. It's just been committed, Eric. <laughs> so that's your team. Matt is the Dolphins yeah how yeah, much yeah. of a, are you uh, are you know just to bring it back to movies because that's what I do are uh, are you are you a, a fan of Ace Ventura Pet Detective I saw it for the first time like over the pandemic okay good well you saw it Dan, yeah, Dan Marino is prominently in there <laughs> yeah yeah Tiana loves it so she had me watch uh both of them there are two of them yeah, yeah? Yep, there is. Yeah, yeah, so I'd known all the quotes over the years, hearing people say them, and now I know what they're from. There you go. Nice. Yeah. I, th I, I enjoyed it. I think that's a good segue into, uh, while we have my brother here, um, he wanted to bring up uh, some some topics about magic. Yep. Uh, but that's also in his wheelhouse a little bit. So uh, I love it. Do you want to set this up? Yeah, I just figured, and you guys touched upon it a little bit, but um, it was kind of a discussion about the representation of magicians in pop culture, mm. movies and TV. Um, 
because it's interesting, which you guys are probably aware of, that there's not a whole lot of representation of magicians. I mean, when you think of magician and it goes to TV and movies, it tends to get more into like a sorcerer or something like that or yeah. a wizard. There's wizards. But if we're talking <laughs> about stage magicians, yeah. there are you know, several examples of it. And I figured I'd just share some of my favorite ones yeah. and see you know, if things you guys had heard of. Because um, some of them are really obvious, I'm sure, but there there are some obscure ones out there that might be worth checking out sometime, you know? Yeah, and mm -hmm. of course, us being in the magic field, we're more aware of like the ones that are just about magicians, but right. I'm curious to see what other ones that we might not be on our radars right. that, as well, some of the more obscure ones. So. And again, these yeah. are all pop culture fiction. I'm not talking sure. about like specials or, you know, yeah. biopics or anything this like that. This is Harry that, Potter. Not Harry Potter. Harry Not Potter Harry would Potter. be like wizards. Sta so that would stage be wi magicians. Stage magicians. So Got it. Like we talked on the podcast before about what, like the prestige. and Burt yeah. Wonderstone. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of yeah. them. I mean, the yeah. prestige, um, you know, I, I always loved that movie. You had Hugh Jackman as Robert the Great Danton Angier. Oh. And you had Christian Bale as Alfred the Professor Borden. And uh, just about the... The rivalry between them and then the unsung hero of that movie, which I think uh, uh, Matt would particularly enjoy, is Michael Caine, who plays the character John Cutter. He's the stage manager that helps develop all these tricks for, for like Christian Bale. So those are just some of the characters that I always thought was, you know, one of the great mm -hmm. representations of magicians out there in, in film, you know. Other yeah. than the killing of the birds. Yeah, yes. I, that disturbed me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that was all to lead up to the other, like, there's some science fiction You're right. stuff, too. There is. There is. Yeah. There is. There is. Um, kind of on the same page, I'm sure you mentioned as well. Um, about the same time as well was uh, when um, Ed Norton Jr. played Eisenheim in The Illusionist. Is he a junior? I didn't know that. He dropped it at one point, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just Ed Norton now, but yeah. I think he dropped the junior at one right. point. The Illusionist, Eisenheim, of Illusionist, course. Which I think is another another fantastic one. The, um, the, the thing that I always say, the difference between the prestige and the illusionist, because I, I, they did came up, they come out at the same time, so yeah. everyone was seeing that, is like, I, I like the story, the, the Nolan stuff for, um, for the prestige was great, but that sci-fi element was a little bit, you know, out there Took for you out me. a little bit, yeah. Now, there mm -hmm. was a lot of, like, CGI in the illusionist, but they were doing that kind of to enhance things yep. that could actually be done. Right. So, like, mm -hmm. if you were in the audience, you would probably remember things like they were shown the way they were done on the film. Mm -hmm. Although we know historically, like they couldn't be that accurate or that, you know, like I think a ghost walks out into the audience at one right. point, you know, it's like, we know right. what the real version of that is. And mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, they're just slightly exaggerating it rather than coming up with a whole new science right. fiction take on it. You know? I mean, mm -hmm. some of these, these are stories. So like the prestige, they start to take some, license and yeah. get into stuff that's more fantastical but the base premise is these guys are stage mm -hmm. magicians they're not wizards or anything like that mm -hmm. so that's why i kind of keep it in that category yeah. as well um what else you got what else i got so this one would probably be very i don't know you've probably seen this eric i'm sure you have uh this one is based upon someone a famous magician but they kind of take their own angle to tell the story about someone who becomes their assistant is the great buck howard Ooh. Yes. Have you seen this movie? No, no. I had a different guess of what you were going to say based on <laughs> oh. who's leading up. 
So this is uh, John Malkovich yep. plays the great Buck, How- or Buck Howard, and it's um, Colin Hanks is Co- his assistant. Colin Hanks becomes his assistant, and Tom Hanks plays his dad in it. So it's yeah. like the one time they actually play father and son in a wow. movie. But this yeah. is actually based on a real assistant's experiences being the assistant, uh, like personal assistant to the amazing Kreskin. Yep. So ah. the great Buck Howard and John Malkovich playing him, he definitely studied a lot of the Kreskin mannerisms, including like his famous handshake where he's like not letting go and it's like over exaggerated and everything like that. So it's a it's a very like indie movie. It is, yeah. That's very not a lot of people seen. So yeah. add it to your list, Matt. Of I since will since we have uh, <laughs> we 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 mailed you a book yeah, with right. uh, yeah. movies it's but right here. Some some of these aren't gonna be yeah, in that some of book. Them are I'm not sure. gonna be in there. Yeah. <laughs> so that little is notes. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, the next one I have. I, I love, is, by the way, you're using the book just to hold up your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously hey, at least it's doing some purpose. You know? It's accessible. We'll, t- we'll take it. Um, another one that I thought was interesting that I know not a lot of people have saw, but I found it very interesting. This movie called Slight. I, you know, I, I'm aware of it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So it's about this street magician. Uh, the character's name is Bull Wolf. And he... He he basically does tricks on the street, and and the thing is, he gets kind of involved in uh, with some drug dealers, and he kind of uses some of his skills to get out of it. But one of the th- interesting things about this this character is he's actually in his body attached like an electromagnetic device, where he does li- a lot of metal manipulation tricks on on the street. Whoa. He's making coins levitate. Uh, but he starts to have issues because he has this kind of m- machine that's kind of like going into his arm. You know? <laughs> I had no idea that was an element of that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, me neither. But it, it stems from, I know there's like people in like the circus and variety worlds that like do body modifications. And I know some people who've like put, maybe this is t- too inside baseball, so uh, spoiler alerts. Uh, but they put like little neodymium magnets in their pinkies like yeah, under the flesh like that, yeah. so wow. that they can use that to help them with ma- magic in some ways of like picking up you know coins or whatever uh mm-hmm. whatever is mm-hmm. magnetic mm-hmm. uh but to just make that sleight of hand easier i was like that's for me a step too far i'm not gonna modify and put random things in my body right but uh, no thanks <laughs> yeah i'll just I'm learn it to my art but i'll learn the slight i think <laughs> <laughs> And then another I've never one. heard you say that, by the way. I I'll just learn the slight. If it's between cutting my finger open. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the opposite kind of end of the spectrum, just because, you know, Matt's there in Vegas and not so much today, but probably back in the 70s, all the magicians out there and the lifestyle. One that came to mind was uh, Robert Buddy Aces Israel from the movie Smoke and Aces. Have you ever seen this movie? <laughs> I saw this movie. Jeremy Piven, mm-hmm. coked out magician in a high tower. Assassin's trying to kill him because he's a magician slash uh, informant for the FBI. Wow. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me. I mean, it's a little bit more edgier, but it was like John Wick before John Wick. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just definitely the cinematography yeah, and the yeah. edits. That's So those ones were kind of like my favorite performances, I'd say. And then I have definitely some honorable mentions um because one Mm -hmm. is a a movie i know you love features a real character in it but it was a take on him and he was kind of a 
a pioneer in the world of how magic was portrayed on film was in the movie Hugo. Mm. Uh, they show film director George Melies, played by Ben Kingsley, and he was famously, you know, when films started coming on, how he would do, you know, filming of stage magic or, you know, with his cuts. And he would do, figure out yeah. how to do basically the first ever special effects when, you know, mm -hmm. film became a thing. So he would mm -hmm. stop the camera and move people around yep. and then start the camera again. And it looks like they, you know, magically transported. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it's like when I first had a video camera growing up, like we'd try these kind of like same types of special effects because they're yeah. easy to do in camera. But then he would take it, you know, like like Mike's saying, like more like magical yep. things of like using the backdrops in certain ways and in mm -hmm. painting things. So, yeah, he was definitely a pioneer in both the visual and special effects. And he's in that movie. Yeah. And and I couldn't not mention now. Here's a bit of a trivia question for you guys. You know, hey, I'm, a, I'm in here. I'm going to throw out a trivia question, yeah. too. Do you know the common name of this character? Their full name is as followed. Oscar Zoraster Feidrig Isaac Norman Henkel Emmanuel Ambrose Diggs. I know who this is. Can I hear it one more time? Oscar Zoraster Feidrig Isaac Norman Henkel Emmanuel Ambrose Diggs. No clue. Uh, I'm curious which movie you are referencing of the classic or the more modern take on the it. Classic, but, the uh, classic. But it is The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard oh. of Oz. Who was that a magician. He was a magician. Gotcha. He didn't really have all those powers when Dorothy and the Scarecrow and the Tin Man and Cowardly Lion went to go visit. He was using illusions mm -hmm. to make it seem like he was a wizard, but he was just a magician. And then in that, what what was the name of the James Franco one, the uh, newest one? Where Oz they actually, the Great and Powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually went into more of his like magic -y background. Yeah. yeah. So th those those ones I thought were worth mentioning. And then a couple just last ones to kind of wrap this up. Um, there was at one point... I checked out a couple episodes, but it was just that uh, I watch a lot of mystery shows and there's mm -hmm. always like a cop teamed up with like the sure. ment like the mentalist, yep. Simon mm -hmm. Page or the, or the cop. Uh, Simon Baker. Yeah. Simon Baker. Uh, oh, I corrected yeah, Mark on a movie. Corrected me. <laughs> give, give yourself a point there. Uh, <laughs> or a cop teamed up with a psychologist or, or mm -hmm. a former mystery writer. Yeah. There was one at one point where they tried to do, hey, a, let's team up a cop with a famous Las Vegas stage magician magician and they called it deception. We know of deception. Yes, yeah. I know it was, it didn't last. Uh, maybe it was a full season. I'm sure it was but, a full season. Yeah. But, um, but we had, I have friends who were consultants on that show, yeah. um, including uh, I raved earlier and earlier episodes about uh, David Kwong and his puzzles and his uh, magic show that he was doing virtually. He was a consultant on that as well as Francis Manati, who I just did that Baltimore show with and, uh, and they, they, yeah, they were great. Uh, uh, but it's, yeah, it's like you're saying, it's one of those buddy cop uh, yeah. dramas. Like one has a weird skill set and the other With one's the just the cop. Yeah, yeah the yeah. consultant. Yeah, the character's name on that was Cameron Black. And then, Eric, you and I had a conversation that there was a show from the 80s that was almost similar like this. And we never, we haven't seen it yet, but we both want it. It's called Jonathan Creek. Oh, yeah. It's kind of similar mm -hmm. where it's like a magician who is offering to consult and help the the cops and his just mm -hmm. the way he breaks down tricks yeah. and methods is kind of how he gets behind these mysteries. Yeah. So, turn and then, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just trying to think of other like um, movies that you know are magic based that we might have missed that we can you know just add yep. add to the list. Of course, the Now You See Me's and yeah, yeah, 
um, like Burt Wonderstone. Burt Wonderstone, you brought up. I, I did like, and you, I don't know if you get, you did bring up Burt Wonderstone, but my favorite part of that movie was, kind, like you said, the allusions to mm-hmm. like Jim Carrey had the Chris, An- the Chris Angel angle. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's uh, like the Siegfried and Roy take. Siegfried in and Roy, but eventually when he starts going back to the basics, it mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of like the the Harry Blackstone kit you had. Like sure. he was doing these really basic, you know, things that could have came in a box to kind of reinvent himself a little bit. So yeah. it's, I, I kind of like that journey he kind of he took in that movie. Now, Mark, are you old enough for Knight Rider? Of course. Did you of watch course. it? I did watch Night Rider. I mean, I didn't see all of them. I was a okay. little young, but uh, okay. I mean, that's that's classic Hoff right there. Come on. The question is, are you aware of the Lance Burton episode, either of you? Yes. No, I, I think I did know this. Yeah. <laughs> so this was quite the opposite as opposed to like helping. the. Co- he was the villain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's a great episode. You should and check that it ties out. directly into my last one I wanted to mention. I'm glad you brought that up, man. There's a movie that came out in 1980 called Terror Train. Yeah, this with was, this was hot off the hot off of the uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis Scream Queen Halloween Prom Night, all these movies. Is Eric aware of this? I, it sounds familiar. I just want oh, to say who's in it. The, the, the magician performing on the train, who is very mysterious and creepy. Say but, it, Matt. Any guesses? Is it Copperfield? It is. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought so. Yeah. Um, Because there's a bunch of. Yeah. Are they doing a remake of that? Terror Train? I don't know. It's just, it was a very bad, cheesy yeah. 80s But if they're movie. looking for a creepy magician on the train, I'm in. There you you want to be it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's another movie that's like, I, I feel like I'm the only person who saw it that was, uh, and I think I had the DVD, was the movie Shade. Do you remember this movie? That, I thought that was my DVD. <laughs> oh, that, that was more, <laughs> I think that I might have stole your DVD. Movie, right? Yeah, it's gambling, and yeah. it had like, you Sylvester know. Sylvester Stallone was in it. But it had a lot of sleight of hand in it, so I thought it's fun to you watch. You loved G- that movie. Gabriel Byrne, yeah. and uh, yeah, Sylvester Stallone just shows up at the very end. He's barely in the movie. <laughs> the one I'm surprised didn't come up is, I think it was just called Houdini, which had a famous, mm. or longer ago, but was it Tony Curtis? That yeah, played yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a famous one. Yeah, I would I I would have brought that up. That I'd put that more in like the biopic character. Oh, know, biopic. Obviously, like yeah. Houdini was real. Yeah. Right. I was okay. trying to go more fictional, but there's definitely mm-hmm. representations of. You know, I got you. There was even a a miniseries not too long ago where Adrian Brody played Houdini. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right though. Good. That is yeah. more of a biopic, yeah. even though it's not accurate. It's still more right, of right. a yeah. It's right, in that right, vein. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So yeah. Pop culture uh, magicians list. Uh, yeah, I like that's lists. Good. I like lists. You know that. There's one me. more. There's Mag- one oh. more that Magic was Norm Camp? Nielsen. Norm oh. Nielsen <laughs> was playing a magician in a famous movie where he's floating the violin and there's oh, a conversation wow. happening um, throughout his whole performance and he's doing his miser's dream where all the coins trickle down. And I don't know the name of the movie, but um, if you type mm. up, type in Norm Nielsen, it's a very, I think it's a very famous old movie. Oh, um, well, yeah, I'm not I, familiar with we'll that one. Yeah, that one Get a little research on that. I, I bet you it's a movie you might have heard of and say, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, given your uh, 
expansive movie knowledge. I thought you were just upset we skipped over Magic Camp. I was going to bring up Magic Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring the Matt Franco posters in the kids' Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, the other one. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're doing a highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was episodes. a documentary, right, also called Magic Camp or something. Oh, yes, there were, yeah. Um, yeah, Make Believe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that was I a thought, different one. But, yes, there's lots of camp documentaries. Lots of documentaries. But uh, I think um, I think it's our time for goals here, Matt, uh, because we are wrapping up. This has been a fun 52 episode uh, and more to come. We're, we're going to keep going doing this. We know that my my um, system here is portable now. So maybe when I come and visit you in Vegas, we can you know do one live in person, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but last week, your goal and again, we're on a shorter week, so I assume probably still working on this lecture you're working on your lecture for the lance burton teen seminar yeah what i'd like to do now i'm going to update that goal which is great i'm going to update that goal to uh reach out to my friends over at nemcon to see if i can get some footage of what i did for them oh nice so i can actually see what worked what i could improve and uh you know get a little talk going together for that so that's that and because uh, you did a lecture for them and you wanted to Review the game footage, so to speak. Review the exactly, yeah. exactly. And how how are things going with you? Your, your goal with Indiana. So I'm remembering how to pack and prep for Indiana. Uh, it is coming up by the time this episode comes out. That gig will already have happened. So I will I will continue to do that. Uh, but then I think my goal after that is just to like, you know, reconnect with uh, some of these uh, you know magic books and you know get back to working oh, cool. on the show. I think very cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, reconnecting with those books. Uh, I don't know if you have enough time to do it. But that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. What we'll about see. your uh, your your VR uh, uh, workout? I'm still doing those. That's always an ongoing goal. <laughs> VR nice. workouts. Uh, but we also have my brother here. I mean, we won't follow up. But do you have any goals? We always like to ask goals. Yeah. For you, Mark. Uh, uh, you know, I just uh, enjoying to enjoy the summer, to have mm. lots of fun with my daughter, and make sure she can have a good time. You know, because it's hard during. You know, although we're making advances in quarantine, you know, under a certain age, it's still not vax eligible. Yeah. So being safe and fun at the same time. Um, and then, you know, eventually, like I said, next couple months, my, uh, my improv, uh, organization, nativeimprov.com, we hope to get back to in-person workshops if we can, uh, you know, keep things safe and, you know, get back to that again. I'm That's not, awesome. I love it. I'm curious if you guys know this movie, it's, uh, starring Al Pacino. I found it. The one with Norm oh, Nielsen. Man. What is um, it? It's called Bobby Deerfield. I've heard of it. I didn't okay, know anything about it. Yeah. Okay. Music by Dave Grusin. Hoo-ha. Add it to your list now, Mark. Yeah, I have to. I get. I can't. <laughs> Bobby I can't Deerfield. have a movie that Matt's seen that I haven't oh, seen. Oh, I've <laughs> only seen I've only seen the part with Norm Nielsen. Just that one it's, clip. It's going on my goals. It's yeah, going on my goals. I'm gonna make. Yeah, my I kid saw watch Magic, so I I pressed record on my VHS when I was a kid, and I recorded the whole Magic Act, and that was it. Then I stopped recording, and I never saw That's the rest. Amazing. That's yeah. great. That's so there so you funny. have it. So what a 50 second episode this has been. Yeah. Thanks again, Mark, for being here. We're uh, Thanks, guys. we're gonna do plugs. Obviously, if you um have other magic movies we missed we want to hear about them uh email us at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com follow us on the socials at mind magic pod what do you what do you want to plug mark uh like i just said uh nativeimprov.com you can kind of check out our schedules and see co- some of our posters and uh you know and, and photos and 
everything about there. You can also find them on Facebook, nativeimprov.com. And if you want to see pictures of beer or hear bad dad jokes, you can follow me at the diddle on Twitter. Yeah. He's got the, and I was going to say, we're 52 episodes. We've got another year ahead of us. So a long-term goal, um, maybe a website by the next anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll get to one <laughs> for I our podcast. I, I, I'm, I'm down with it. I think so. What do you think, Mark? You think we should do that, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean... <laughs> It should just be on every week, you know, just a reminder. Oh, yeah, the website. Seems like I'm going to be the one that's going to have to do this. (laughs) That was my only feedback to Eric's new website was, where's the link to the podcast website? I didn't even bring that up. We did a full review on the last episode of the one before of his new website, and I didn't even cross my mind. Where's the link to the cast? Didn't even cross. I'll put it at the bottom. (laughs) Coming soon and have the little construction code. Once we get there, so. (laughs) gotta have it in there somewhere on mine as well we gotta get that going but and listen you guys are a wonderful family honored to know you so excited to do this with you thanks for having me again guys i I also want to point this out though real quick though uh because i had my brother on the podcast one he was three for zero for jingle helping out compared to your brothers he is now one for zero being on the podcast compared to your brothers as well (laughs) i mean i could have my brothers come on no one will understand anything they're saying with the accent (laughs) podcast is one of the only words that can be understood (laughs) well this was a lot of fun uh i've enjoyed a year of doing this with you matt let's keep doing it sound good got it sounds good to me i'll talk to you later bye-bye see you later